John Vogel, NFL Draft Blitz. I'm sitting here with Keon Fogg, a wide receiver out of Winston, Winston-Salem State. HBCU, right, man? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And you got, the, you got the opportunity this year to play not in just the FCS Bowl, but you got a late invite, and you got, into the, you got to play in the HBCU showdown that was on CNBC. Uh, so national television mm-hmm. exposure already too, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. So let's talk about you a little bit, man. Football, everybody's story into football, their journey into football is different, right? And we've seen, we've heard a bunch of different stories, but they're always so fascinating. So when was, what, how did you get into football? And what, what did that process look like? I got in real late. I said, I'm a late bloomer. I'll say high school, you know, I'll say 10th grade is when I really, was really locked in with football. And um, I did that. That's when it really started at. As far as I went to this small out in Henderson, North Carolina, you probably never heard of it. Small country town, but and that's how I, you know, that's how I started out with football. And um, just being able to find something, you know, to do after school and not just, you know, go home. And um, fell in love with that. It also kept me on the right path. You know, it made me want to go to class. You know, made me want to do the little stuff. Um, you know, I'm I'm very happy for the game of football. So, so did you start playing wide receiver, or did you play another position or another series of positions when you're in high school? I'm just strictly receiver. Just strictly receiver. Uh, strictly receiver was a mixture of inside and out. Okay. So. So you played both slot, you played boundary. Yes, sir. Okay. So from there, you kind of you this was this would have been what Vance County that you were at? Yes. But it's it see they combined the two schools, Mm -hmm. uh, which were it was just northern Vance and Southern Vance, but they combined it recently. I don't know how long that's been back, but they did it and they made it just Vance High. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. So it's not Vance County anymore. Now it's just Vance High. Yeah, Vance. Yeah, Vance County High School. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. you, from there, you you were kind of overlooked. Vance is a small school, mm-hmm. and you went to JUCO. Sir. So talk a little bit about JUCO. What what helped you? What were some of the things that you started learning when you were there? It's a grind. Man. My <laughs> first day out there, um, they didn't guarantee. So I went to California, and those were no scholarships, and no dorms, no there's no meal plans, and it's like that's a straight grind. It's like they're not promising you that you're gonna get a spot on the team. How it is is that they'll hit up a lot of guys, um, you know, everybody come out there, and throughout training camp you're competing for a spot on the team, and um, you're there. I'm talking about it's bounce backs from all over the place, you know, from other schools and people transferring, people coming straight out of high school. And how they would do is it's like you would be in there competing and they'll tell you week before a game, we're going to post the roster, you know, Saturday night. (laughs) And we all sit around in the living room and wait and see. And, you know, it's a lot of, you know, it gets some sad faces or some people be really frustrated, but having to get on there. And uh, that was that was a real blessing. But junior, junior college, not just football, but it it taught me 
to mature and how to handle things on my own, you know, and not needing my family or to because it's thousand miles away from North Carolina. So it really just teaches you, you know, how to be independent, how to deal with stuff uh, mentally. You got to be real mentally, and, you know, not to not to just be giving up and know that it tests you your overall goal and what you want to do in life. And um, I've seen a lot of friends come and go. I've seen people leave in the middle of the season or just quit. I've seen people, I've seen all types of situations. And with me, I was sharing a living room. We found a house off of Craigslist and we were sharing a living room. It was four of us, you know, and that's, that was, that was tough. That was, that was real, real tough. <laughs> that was, that was, that was a real ground. You know, I was, once I got that opportunity um, with Odom's, I took it, you know, I took it and ran with it, you know, but I'm really fortunate to have those guys, especially uh, his name is uh, Coach Griff. He's, a, he's like the best receiver coach I ever had. Uh, he's real, he broke me down, but built me back up, you know, so I'm, I'm thank God for those guys. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I'm a military guy, you mm-hmm. know, National Guard, did a deployment last year, and it's just funny because what you're kind of describing is almost like going into the army. You're with a bunch of guys, you're going to a place, you're all living in the same place and that's tough. And, you know, you so you're dealing with all these different types of personalities coming from different places, different worlds, and they're all coming into one place trying to make the team, right. Not get cut because that happens in basic, right. People get cut because they can't do it or they quit or whatever, you know? And so it's kind of funny because it's the same sort of, you know, that's exactly what the coaches, you know, drill sergeants, that's what they do to you, right? Is they break you down, they build you back up. So, yeah, Coach it- Griff is a, he's a real drill sergeant. Yeah, you know, we'll say that. <laughs> so we'll say he's a real. <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's very similar, right? But so, what were some of those little things that you started learning that you realized that this is a different type of game than I realized it was in high school? What were some of the things that Coach Griff started teaching you about the wide receiver position that did that? As far as he came in and told us, you know, if you're looking here just to wear a uniform and look good, you might as well go home because we're going to work in my room and um, I'm going to put my time and dedicate it to y'all and I expect y'all to do the same. I know y'all are dealing with stuff outside of off the field issues with living arrangements and everything out here, but the world doesn't care about that. You know, you better just win in life, period. And um, just from that, I've seen it physically. Of I've seen somebody cry in the middle of practice, uh, just because you know they were really wanting to go home, and it's a, and it's just um, mental toughness. Like I say, it's your relationship with God. You know, I've grown strong with God uh, because of that. You know, and um, like I say, He's taught me as far as far as football. You mean like as far as techniques and right stuff so what, like that? Yeah. When did you start learning that? Okay, what I was learning in high school is totally mm-hmm. different than what I'm learning here. Like oh, yes. The depth. What were some of those things so, that it was for you? Um, see, we had at the time, we had a bounce back uh, that was there. His name was Hunter Rising. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's Andre Rising's son. Oh, yeah, okay. You, well, dang. Yeah, no, no. Uh, not, yeah. <laughs> big, mm-hmm, big time so guy. He, yeah. yeah, he was, yes. And uh, during his time with his transition, you know, I don't want to, you know, going to depth with that but you know his time which led him to Fullerton College led us in the same room he kind of took me under his wing with that power five experience that he had with that tape and everything and 
we would stay out. He was teaching us stuff, you know, even teaching Coach Griff stuff. And uh, we kind of led off, feed off of him. Um, but just everything is timing. You know, quarterback, they have a certain amount of time for you to get open. It's less dancing, like hitch route. Uh, he taught us a slide technique to where I guess he learned that um, at Michigan State is where you don't sit there and beat the drum. You know, in high school, they say to beat the drum and all that. One, two, three, and all that, then turn around. Now nah, it's a quick one, two, you slide your back leg and you just turn around. So it's basically like it's getting to your depth, just hearing up. It's like it's real fat, it's rapid pace. And you know, that's what you know that that's what it is. Or learning how to take angles. You know, if you gotta if you gotta dig across the field, don't take an outside release. You know, take go inside. If he giving you the inside, give him it. Take what he gives you. And you know, stuff like that is what I was taught. Um yeah, it's just like that. Really, that pretty much was it. Yeah, and then on top of that, our defense was stacked with talent. So we were getting a lot of press work, a lot of stuff that I learned real fast. Like we had a guy named Xavier Steele. He plays for Utah State right now, mm-hmm. and uh, so we was getting a lot of guys to where it was, it was just it was a quick learning experience. You, you either learn or you go home, you know. And that's how I, that's how it really was. But mostly just repetition, just going over the same stuff, same stuff, and staying out there. And uh, that's how I got to develop, you know, at that pace. And like that, I'm going to be real honest. Um, senior college football was really competitive. And I see why a lot of people from, you know, P5 all the way down to Division two, coaches love to go get them guys because they know they're hungry, you know, and their competitiveness, they've been through it all, you know, so. It's funny that you mentioned that slide technique, because Mm -hmm. if you go back, have you ever watched Andre, like Andre Rises? Yes, yes, yes. That was what he did. That was his. That was his. That was his like signature. Get open was that slide technique curl, and he was like one of the first guys to really do that. You know, so it's like you learn directly. Well, not maybe not directly from Andre himself, but it was passed on to you directly from Andre, right? Mm -hmm. So. That's pretty cool when you put that into perspective and think about that from that mm-hmm. side. So you yeah, left, no. you left UCO, mm-hmm. you went to Southern. Yes. Talk about that experience. And so were you recruited? Did you walk on? What, what was that like? No, it was recruited. Uh, it was offered out of there. How me and Odom's, we got in contact is, um, he's from North Carolina, mm-hmm. which I didn't know nothing about until we started talking. And um, we started talking. He said, where you from? And I told him I was from a smaller area, Henderson, North Carolina. And I said that, you know, I instantly just, I don't know, we just felt, you know, the, the bond and chemistry was there. Not even to mention that he also had a quarterback that he came and got from Fullerton College, which his name was Ladaria Skelton. And um, so me wanting to be around that, that type of field with Dre and with him, I just felt like it was the best thing. You know, I hated. You know, unfortunately, that, that spring that I signed with them, you know, our season got canceled for that fall, you know, with COVID and everything. So, yes. Did yeah, you that, stick that around and, and, and play the spring season? No. No, sir. Okay. So, you went from there after the COVID season happened, you went to Winston-Salem then? Well, actually, I just started to focus strictly on my academics after that. Mm-hmm. I did. I went ahead because I it's a it's a rule, the transferring rules. You know, you can only transfer, you can only transfer once, one time exception. Mm-hmm. 
and I have already met that with the, uh, as far as doing it with the two, four, with coming from Fullerton. So I wanted to go ahead and try to go ahead and get my degree and then do that. And then at the time when I was thinking about coming back up, who told him I left. So mm-hmm. he had left and took the job opportunity to Norfolk, which he offered me the opportunity to come there. Um, the reason why I chose Winston-Salem was because uh, it was in North Carolina, mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, I've been talking with Robert Madison, even out of JUCO, because he offered me back then at Fullerton College. And, um, and that's what made me go with him. And also my family member named Carlos Fields, uh, he played, he was a big time playmaker for Winston-Salem State. And uh, that's my cousin. So he kind of, that did it. And then the offense that they ran, they ran a lot of spread, which is uh, Cameron Smith, which he played a lot of arena ball, but he threw, he, he loved, he's an offensive coordinator, he loves to throw the ball. It didn't turn out that way, you know, about line and stuff that was going on, but he likes to sling it. And the spread for a receiver, obviously, gives you room to operate. It's easier for you to run your routes because a lot of times the DVs are going to play off of you. So you get a free release and you get to show off more of what you can do with, you know, your change of direction. And I think those are some of the things that you've shown that you can do pretty well. You've got a good outside fake or an inside fake when you want to work back out to the outside. Um, Cause you saw that with some of the FCS stuff, FCS bowl clips that came out and. Yes. Um, which I had some mean catches in there, but yeah, that was that was a great, you know, it was a great opportunity down there, you know, and um, I don't know, I, I went in straight too with the mindset as I'm in Fullerton College, you know, there is dogs out there, you know, it really was, it really is. That was a great opportunity, but I've gotten a mixture of a lot of press opportunity. I've got a, it's wonder where it was the bump and run, like I haven't physically went against nobody that done that, but they showed that down there, they did it, mm-hmm. you know, so that was good to be able to get that. Uh, on tape to see what I can do against that. Yeah, the bump and run, those are tough. <laughs> I, yeah, so I, especially it's like, cause, yeah, because if a coach sits there and say if he calls, you know, it's just like if basically if he was to call some with like, uh, say, all verts. Yeah. And he sits there and he says, he come at you like, oh, go to, you know, go to fog now and slide now. He's, he's pressed up. And uh, we know we can get that back fade back there. We can just let, go let him make a play. And then for the ball snaps, he just bails out. And you know, that, uh, that's that's the only thing I don't like about the bump and run. But that still comes where you have to show your speed. You know, you got to show your speed. And whenever you meet him, you know, the 10 to 12 yards, you got to make a move, you know, so. And I always – so I always liked playing corner more than anything. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. But I'm – I'm a white guy, you know, so white guys can't run. And uh, don't don't, that's why, no, no, no. That's why white guys don't play corner. Hey, the NFL, man. There, there ain't been one since uh, what, 1991 or something like that. That's, it's been that long since one mm-hmm. started a game. There's a reason for that, but I always like that. And it was, but if I got a bump and run assignment, man, it was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. No, no. I, I want to be uh, all up in their grill and then I'd get toasted and then I'd get chewed out, you know, it'd be that. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So you. yeah, <laughs> you talked about the FCS bowl and uh, the opportunities that you got from there. Now you also, I mentioned it when we came on that you got the chance to go down the HBC pigskin showdown and you messaged me when you got it and said, Hey, I'm going down there, you know, talk about what happened with that 
and what that was like because you you didn't even practice there did you no at first i wasn't going to take it actually um mike and them from the um from the SS bowl didn't want me to play in it uh because then i had a tropical bowl coming i got insights mm -hmm. on that i had got it and um you know with me see my thing is i need oh me i just want to play in anything you know i want to show them that show the scouts that you know i don't care what it is i'm coming you know i'm not it is what it is i don't care about the job or anything i'm coming i'm just dedicated to my craft so i just feel like you know in that situation real late they flew me in i think it was it's friday wasn't it saturday yeah it was friday but they put me on some layover flights but and i think i got over about three o'clock in the morning saturday saturday morning yeah it was you, you had a game at 12 I, too so yeah they gave me a jersey i asked for we went out there pre-game and i asked them personnel they said they ran 10 11 and they went over return stuff and that's what they did you know which they just told me hey we're gonna have you in just for 10 and they went over a couple of plays and stuff that that they run out of 10 you know and that was that was pretty much about it but it was a good opportunity still you know you know i ain't it was late I was really tired. I was really tired. <laughs> yeah, you had what? Maybe you're running on like what four hours of sleep? Maybe maybe yes. some jet lag sleep too. Yes. So so what is what, so I, you can go take that to scouts now, right? And be like, hey, so you remember when Baker Mayfield joint played started a game? What thirty six hours after he got to the team? Remember that? Yeah, I beat him on that. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, I thought they wasn't going to play me so much because I just got off the plane. But no, nah, they they were saying, "Fault, uh, go ahead, go down there, ten, ten, ten." They kept saying, "I was like, oh man, like this guy here." And um, I was having to ask quarterbacks some of the, some of the stuff that they were saying, like, hey, "What I got right here," you know, and that's real kind of unprofessional. <laughs> like I'm not used to doing this since high school, but you know, in that situation. You know, so which it was it was it was good, you know, it's it's totally fine. That's what I told, you know, John Peterson about it, uh, about that, uh, which he didn't even know anything about the, that game, which is shocking. So it was it, it was like it's like there are so many different factors. Oh, we could talk about that later. There's so many different things mm -hmm. were going on. We definitely talk about that later. But so yeah, you see, you've also mentioned you're going to Tropical Bowl now too, which I'll be down there for that. I will be there for that one. That's um, that's our game, NFL Draft Blitz. We sponsor that, and so, or at least we're the scouting sponsor, scouting partner, I guess you could say. So, um, I'll be down there for that one. So talk about what you're looking to go down there. What was some of the feedback that you got back from these other games that they want to see you somewhat improve on over the you know the next month as you get ready to go do that game. Um, like I said, well, I've talked with John Peterson. Yeah, main thing with me is he just said he wants to see my 40. And he flat out told me he wants to see my 40. But I say as far as I think now, everybody wants to really see what I can do against uh, them guys that play at a higher level. You mm -hmm. know, see if I can still fly, run past them and uh, make blocking assignments against them. You know, and um, like I said, the Chocolate Bowls, you know, that's a, that's a great opportunity to showcase that, being in front with all these LPS players. But I think that's what that's what it is. Is it, can he maintain and still put that on tape against these level of guys? Yeah, you know. So and so, what and these are, games are? No, go ahead, finish that. Yeah, I'm saying these games are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess they are a little bit too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, until you because there's only so many that can pay for you guys to get down there, which is the tough part, right? Um, but the opportunity is there, and they and a lot of them. The Tropical Bowl does a really good job bringing in a lot of different people from different. Like, you know, you'll have guys watching you that are scouting for Europe. You'll have guys over there watching, scouting for Japan. I mean, USFL will be there, I'm sure. XFL, probably. I think they were there last year. So lots of and lots of good of that, NFL eyes, too. And I actually want to speak up something, too. Um, I had a friend of mine. Um, he's at North Carolina Central Station out there. But he just got an opportunity from the GFL League. And he was telling he was trying to telling me about how it is over there and what did what the agent and stuff was telling him how it is. Um, but his name is Tyrese Henderson. So but he was telling yeah, the, me about it. I think he's gonna be headed there as well. The only issue is with Europe is there's limited opportunities for players from America because they'll mm-hmm. limit how many Americans are allowed on a roster. I, I know the ELF last year was running four and mm-hmm they were prioritizing quarterbacks and players like that, you know, to be Americans because they come in and they're a lot better than most people in Europe. And there's a David Pindell is a great example to play in Japan right now. He's another quarterback played at UConn was a star in the uh, fan control leagues and stuff. And he's killing it in Japan. They have the same thing. It's like four players from America are allowed in that league per team. And so it, it limits, you know, because they because they understand look i'll give you a great example i was watching elf the first year that they were on and this is back in uh june i want to say of 2021 and it worked out perfectly for me because i was in kuwait at the time and so the games are kicking at like six o'clock england time which was like four o'clock my time and that was perfect because nfl games and college games were kicking at like you know 12 11 here that'd be 8 9 p.m over there you know because of the time difference. And so having the London games and the, you know, not just London time, but, you know, that entire European slate, having those times made it easier for me to watch. But there was a kid that, you know, we watched at Clemson that played maybe 200 snaps at Clemson and he was killing it over there. Like he was just a star immediately. He was intercepting. He intercepted like three passes in his first game and took two back for touchdowns. So there's like a clear advantage, you know, because, we America football right now is an American sport and there's so many opportunities for, you know, like us here in America to, to pursue it. Whereas in England and Europe and all these other places like that, there's not. And so a great, another great example is Madre London, man. Madre London was a running back at Tennessee and Michigan state. He played again, maybe three, 400 snaps in college. He goes over there and runs for 2000 yards in 10 games. Like, I mean, just, and it comes over here, it gets shut down in the USFL. But um, the thing is, it's like, you know, it's it's like the competition level is not the same. Yeah. But when you can stand out, it will get a lot of times it gives players opportunities to come back over here and kind of show out, especially if they're really special over there. Um, now, what is what are you working on right now in terms of your skill set that you want to bring and you want to show that maybe you've heard concerns about that outside of the speed, but maybe in your technique, maybe, maybe there's a route running type thing. Maybe there's something that you're working on to try to get better at and shore up any problems that there might be that people have. I say blocking. I mm-hmm. say that 
like I said, I know I'm not the biggest, you know, I'm kind of a small structure, a little bit, but as far as just having to, when you get in there and you have to go in and get your salmon and mic, you know, matter if they are 200 plus, you know, being able to attack angles so that the running back can slip and get them extra five yards, five or 10 yards, or can burst for a touchdown. You know, I feel like that going back, watching the tape, uh, discussing it with a few ages, I haven't picked one yet. You know, they've always told me like, hey, or you might have missed this block right here. You might have missed this one. You know, make sure you have, make sure you always, you know, just do little things because, you know, scouts look at that. What is he doing when he doesn't have, you know, separation when you're, when they say about value. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just about that, I feel like that's really, it's really the key thing going into anything else. Uh, it's really that, you know, checking that box off. Now, is there a favorite route that you have that you'd like to run more than any of them? Um, my favorite route. I don't really want to say I, you know, I love a fade, but I say I say I love digs. I love digs uh, because you can go you can go within so many ways. Go all up in that you know all up in that trash, and you slip up underneath mics and sounds. Like I don't know. I just love I just love a dig because you just never know. You know, we get on the other side. Like you could get the whole shot. You know, you could get lit up, or you know, you can go for a touchdown. But I love digs. You know, so that's just my favorite route right there. Mm-hmm. Favorite route makes sense because I mean, you are a little bit smaller, and that's I mean, size when you have you know the ability to catch through contact, and when you have the mm-hmm. you know the speed. I mean, look at a guy right now. He's tearing it up with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Devontae Smith, right? Devontae Smith is not a big guy. He's smaller than you are, you know? Like, he's mm-hmm. literally – he looks – they call him the Slim Reaper for a reason because the guy looks like he's 160 pounds soaking wet. And I, I know they list him at 175, but I still have trouble believing no, when I, I see him. <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> – but no, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, right? And so you've got a little bit, you're a little bit bigger than he is, but as long as you have the speed and as long as you can control, you can, you know, get the positioning that you need control, uh, the, the catch through contact. That's all that really matters at the end of the day. So are you on a meal plan or anything right now? Getting ready. Uh, my trainer do his name is Charlie Williams. The third, uh, he's stationed out and he does a lot of work for guys at NC state. Mm-hmm. Um, so He's supposed to be starting me off a meal prep another week or two um, as we go into getting ready for pro day. Uh, but like I said, he, um, I don't know what he's going to have for me in store. I don't know. I mean, right now I'm just on CMOS. So his vitamins just CMOS, uh, which that's a good supplement. Uh, but other than that, just really trying to stay away from sweets. You got a drinking plenty of water, a lot of water. You got a prediction for how fast you're going to run this 40? I'm here now. I need to be running in four threes. So, yeah. So right now, I know last time I clapped myself it was a four four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, that was a year ago. So I know that I need to be up in them four threes. So that's my mindset is to try to go for that, just to get that. Well, you know, because um, I know you, you won't be denied if you get that four three. I know I won't be denied. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, if you, that's the other thing too. Is it's like if you um. It, it's when you the last time that you ran that 40 
you weren't training for it. You weren't training for the technique. You weren't training for all that different mm -hmm. stuff. Well, they're going to give you pointers as soon as you start training for that stuff. And hopefully that's what's mm -hmm. going to bring you down to where you need to be on that. Because obviously like, you know, every time you put on the tape, you're flying by somebody, which I could see why you want to be like, Oh yeah, I love that fade. I love that. Because that makes sense. Right. You know, mm -hmm. you've always been able to use that speed well to get past somebody. And so, yeah, if you run a four, three, man, you're going to be doing that the next level too. No, no doubt. Oh yes. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. I really love the USF elite, you know, mm -hmm. like I say, I know a lot of guys and how it is, is that they love to give HBCU guys now mini camp invites. You know, and like I said, that's good and all, but it just talking with John Peterson and we sat and talked after the meeting down there at the FCS Bowl and just hearing him just him telling me what the USAFA has to offer and how he develops players and and later on they move up to the NFL. Yeah. And uh, that's really that's really good. And I also got to see the uh stadium out there in Birmingham where they do a lot of the practices and stuff there too. Uh, for the team I call it, I think it's called the Stallions. Yeah, Birmingham Stallions, yep. So they played yeah, so the I entire league there. They played all yes. the games there last so year. I got to see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got to see that, you know, the stadium and stuff too when I was flying in Birmingham. So that was, you know, that was, that was real nice. Someone really interested in. Uh, so. Well, that's good too because, man, you know, when you come from a smaller school, a lot of times and you're not, you know, 6'5 and, you know, you have mm -hmm. all the measurables and all that stuff. A lot of times you have to take those opportunities. So I'm, I'm sure people are really happy to hear you're interested in those too, because that gives a lot of people ideas on what to expect from you uh, around draft time and all that. So good stuff, Keon. That's really good stuff, man. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing what happens to you in the process. Yes, sir. Five, nine. You know, that's what I was when I waited and everything. Five, nine, 172. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's about where I had you, I think, because, you know, you're listed at 510. I, I just automatically take, like, an inch off of that. <laughs> yeah, they always, yeah, they just type stuff up, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, that's been, it. been uh, down that road too many times and been like, oh, this guy's this. Yeah. No, no, no. But, no, good no. stuff, Keon. I appreciate you taking the time <laughs> yeah, to do this today, right. man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, of good course. Good luck with you in the process. I know it's going to be a grind, but I, I yes, after – after chatting here with you, I've got no doubt, man, you're going to make it through. It's just fine. You're going to be good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.